It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We're so glad that you tuned in with us today. Before we jump into our interview, we're going to set the tone with a little bit of live music. This is Douglas Files singing Almighty. Sit back and enjoy.
Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I hope you enjoyed Almighty that is performed by Douglas File. Well, everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to loveministriesbuilds.org. Go there to find out all of the great information about Love Ministries and find out how to reach out to us and get in contact with us. Well, everyone, I am so excited. We are welcoming back Sherelle Reed. Sherelle is the founder and visionary of Find Your Resilience. Sherelle, welcome back. Well, thank you for having me, Carla. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're so glad that you are back, uh, Sherelle, particularly through uh, because of what we're going through right now. And um, I know that you when you were here before, you shared your testimony. And um, what, what first I would love for you to if you could remind our listeners about um, the background of Find Your Resilience and why why you felt like it was your calling to encourage women to continue on and to not quit. Okay, sure. Uh, first of all, Find Your Resilience is also a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And um, we are a vehicle that empowers women and girls to learn from their past, uh, live every day to the fullest while we're pursue, pursuing purpose. And this ministry was birthing me from a background of adversity in my life. And at one point in my life, feeling as if uh, I may not be able to reach my dreams, reach my goals, reach my aspirations because of what I had gone through, whether it was inflicted upon me or whether I just made the poor decision myself. But I was able to move beyond that. Uh, through trusting God, I was able to attain uh, some successes in my life. And I thought that it would be a great idea to have a vehicle to reach back out to the community and to also let them know, hey, we all have a past. We've all endured some adversities, but that has nothing to do with your purpose as far as stopping you. But we use those experiences to become better people and actually to push us toward our future because in our misery comes our uh ministry and our testimony comes from any test that we have in our lives. Mm -hmm. So Find Your Resilience is an organization that is here for females in general, just to let them know that they can be all that God has created them to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sherelle, I, I love it. That's why I love it when you come on, because you um, you really are a reminder to us. Because some, some people, we go through things in life um, and, and like you said, it can be stuff that's inflicted on us. And then we try to hide it. We try to bury it. Right. Um, we don't deal with it. We don't share with anyone else. And I think that um, that's 
the opposite of what the Lord would have us to do. I think that there is so much uh, power gained um, by sharing what you've been through and how you got over because somebody else is gaining strength while you're sharing. And then as well, you are, you're, you're saying to yourself in your mind, in your heart, listen, I got through something and actually I lived past it and I'm stronger and I'm smarter because of it. And you gain your courage, you know, with, with sharing it with, with other people. So Sherelle, I'm so excited about uh, the things that you're doing. And and I just, I just, you know, want to encourage you number one to keep going because you have to. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I plan on doing just that. Yeah. So Sherelle, now during this season, and I say this, and I probably say this every week since we've started doing the, doing the, uh, recording the radio shows during COVID-19, this affects every single person on the entire planet, but it looks differently in every household. Some people are now um, more alone than they've ever been. Some people um, have their children, and as school is ending now, it, <laughs> a lot of a lot of parents are <laughs> excited that they are being let out of you know the obligation to have to sit down with their kids every right. day, create a schedule so that their kids keep learning and you know are engaged. Uh, some people financially. It has really been tough and really been a strain. Some people, of course, um, the obvious things, health. Some people are, you know, dealing with different health issues. It could be apathy. If you're working from home and, you know, you're not coming into contact with too many people, you could, um, you know, fall back into a little funk. And so, Sherelle, I would love for you to speak to our listeners today about, um, guarding their minds, you know, how do you mentally stay on top of it during this season? Absolutely. Thanks, Carla, for that. When I think about uh, guarding our minds, first of all, if you're going to guard your mind, it has to be something that's intentional and deliberate. Because as you just uh, stated, this pandemic is, first of all, there's no blueprint on how to deal with it. We've never dealt with it before. And as you also pointed out, every household experiences it differently from death to a loss of a job, health issues, um, depression, and things of that nature. And so when we think about guarding our minds, we know that when we were little, we were taught that our imaginations can take us places. Mm Right. And we begin to dream and we begin to see ourselves doing things that at this point we're not doing, see ourselves accomplishing our goals that we've never uh, that we can't accomplish in the moment. And so during times like this, because we're so secluded, because we're pulled away to from because we're pulled away from the everyday hustle and bustle of what we normally do, our minds, if we're not careful, can get the best of us. Because everywhere we look on the news, it's just issues about COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and those of us who are still employed, you still have to have a 
consciousness of what people are going through as they're expressing to you what they're dealing with. And oftentimes, because we're emotional beings, we begin to take on the feelings and, and the expressions of other people. So when I think about guarding our mind, especially as a woman of God and someone in Christ, all I think about is the scripture that tells us that it gives us a list of things that we should think about. Mm-hmm. It tells us whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report. Think on these things. And so we have to intentionally and deliberately say to ourselves, I'm going to control where my mind flows. I'm not going to allow my present situation to dictate how I'm going to internalize this. Because it can. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how much... You know, I I just don't care about that. Times like these can hit the best of us if we don't intentionally keep ourselves in a positive mindset and and keep ourselves recollecting on times where God has been there for us and he has brought us through. And guess what? If he did it, then he'll do it again. Has he ever really left you Hmm. or forsaken you? Absolutely not. So the trials that come into our lives are to make us better people. Use the adversity to make us better. But in the meantime, guard the things in your mind. Am I telling you don't watch the news? Absolutely not. We have to be informed so that we are doing the necessary steps that we need to take in order to be safe, in order to safeguard our families and the like and our community. So not at all. I'm not saying don't watch the news, but don't watch it from a place where you feel you don't have any hope because Mm -hmm. our hope is not in man and what's going on. Our hope is in God. So if we focus on him, knowing that he loves us and how much he loves us, knowing and remembering the promises that he's made to us and that we haven't gotten there yet, we be Begin to build a hope in God, knowing that this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about guarding your mind, once again, it has to be intentional. It has to be deliberate. I have to make a conscious decision that I'm not going to allow what's going on in my life, what's going on around me to uh, take the best of me in a negative way. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to allow it to take this time to meditate get closer to God, to put things in my lives and perspectives, you know, for me to see what my next steps are going to be toward the purpose that God created me for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what, Sherelle, I I, I love everything that you said and you are preaching girl. So I, I, you know, we appreciate this. We are growing (laughs) as we're taking in the word that God has planted in you. And so I was thinking, you know, I, I, in what you were saying, I think this time, um, you must decide that it okay, this is affecting me in certain areas, and I understand the whole entire world is affected in different ways. So I'm going to have to literally make up my mind on how I'm going to push myself forward at the end, you know, so at the end of this, I am better instead of weaker. And I have to, uh, and I'm going to make, make up my mind to do that knowing, like you said, that the Lord is with me. He's with me every single step. So there's no way he's sitting there saying, um, okay, yes, just sit back, just 
you know, just take the depression on, just sit back, stay isolated. Sit, you know, just right. that's, that's, that's not the message that he's sending us. That's not the message he's sending us at all. Um, one of my friends who said they were struggling with, um, with maybe, you know, feelings and thoughts of going in, in depression, they decided every single morning, I'm going to make a list of the things I'm thankful for. Right. And then they texted it out to their friends because from your first point that you said, Sherelle, you know, the first point we brought up, the things that you're going through, somebody else needs those. So as you're making a list of the things that you are thankful for, make sure you share them with someone else because that person is most likely dealing with some kind of effects during this, you know, pandemic. And they need to sit there and read what you're thankful for. And that's going to spark in them. Okay. I'm thankful for these things that the Lord has done for me as well. Um, I think now is a time to think outside of the box. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, some people are called to do great things on YouTube. You may be called to write a a list of the things that you're thankful for and text them out to people. And you need to think that that's important. And you need to know that as you share with people that other people are actually gaining strength from the things that, that you are, um, that you are sharing with them. So Sherelle, are there any other things that you are intentionally doing uh, during this season? Yeah, uh, I come across a lot of uh, people who are dealing, you know, once again with the ad, with the effects of the pandemic. Um, but here's the thing, something else I'm intentionally doing is validating what they're genuinely feeling. Mm-hmm. Things could be a whole lot worse for some people, but it does not minimize what they're feeling, what they're going through. Mm -hmm. I did a live a while ago uh, when this first happened because we had a lot of our high school seniors that were falling into depression. Because after all, once you enter into high school, you can't wait to graduation. You can't wait to prom. You can't wait to do your college visits. And if you're in sports, you may be looking to be recruited. And all of these things were taken away. And yes, they're safe. Yes, they're healthy. Yes, it could be worse. But you have to validate what they are actually feeling because it's real to them. So mm-hmm. first, I intentionally validate. I can see how that how you can feel the way that you feel. You have to do that first before you can then encourage or empower them to maybe look at it with a different perspective. But if you're like, oh, goodness, you can graduate. That's not a big thing. You're going to graduate. You're going to get your diploma and you need to get over it. No. These are real true emotions. These are real true issues that people are dealing with. And I use the graduates as an example, but it can be anybody. It can be anything that they're dealing with. We have to learn as a people to encourage and validate what people are going through. Not without hope, not letting them know that that's the end for them, but letting them know, oh, that's real to you. I can see that. But here's an alternative. How about you do this with me? This is what I'm doing. I'm writing down all the things I'm thankful for every day. And I'm doing it intentionally in order to put myself in the mind frame of thinking about the things that are going well for me rather than pondering on the things that aren't going as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's good. That's that's a really important thing that we have to remember to validate um, other people's feelings and also to validate your um, where you are, too, and in, in right. your own feelings. I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves and that causes us um, to be hard on um, other people. And Absolutely. so, yeah, you know, we, we have to um, I, I I would say that individuals who are. Um, high achievers uh, remember that to uh, to give themselves a break, yeah. you know, to mm-hmm. to understand where they are now. They say, "Okay, I've made some mistakes, but I'm fixing some things, you know, that are going not the way I want them in my life, and I'm going to keep going." That's how you make it where you, where you <laughs> where you're going. You know, people right. always say, "Well, what's what's the secret?" Well, the secret is to 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 not stop. And so if you don't stop, you'll get, you know, to where God wants you to be. But you you do. You have to give yourself a break. You have to, you know, mentally um, you have to acknowledge your own feelings right. and and give give those feelings uh, validation. And then you're able to, you know, to kind of do do the same, you know, for others. Absolutely. Um, I am one of those who has a senior. My daughter is a senior. Mm-hmm. And yes, it it. You know, I can say that, yes, it really was a struggle um, for a while, for a couple of weeks. And um, I one of the things that my husband and I said to her, you know, we were like, we because we cannot control this. We do not know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what the rules are going to be tomorrow. But, you know, we this is what we told her. We will celebrate you. You know, your celebration won't look like. It has in years past. We are going to do something to celebrate you. We are not going to let this time go by. You are not forgotten. Your um, accomplishments will be celebrated, and we, you know, we will lift and encourage you as you go through, you know, this this season. Um, and and we took some time as a family. We took a mm-hmm. break as a family. And I'm going to say that normally we don't do that. We're on the go, 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 right. go. But this was just so weighing. It had a lot of pressure, you know, with it, uh, with everything just being ripped from our daughter. It created a lot of pressure that she was carrying. So we took a, you know, we we took a break uh, for from um, technology for a couple of days, like you know, forty eight hours, yeah. and just you know, just settled and got outside and did some things, walking and running, some things like that. And then at the end of that, um, Sherelle, she said, you know what? I, I feel like I can let go of the disappointment right. and, and enjoy the celebration. However, you know, it's, it's going to be. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's hard. It's hard. It, it affects really everyone is. differently. It's hard. And we really do. Um, I think everyone needs someone else to validate their feelings and encourage them, you know, today. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, to, to all our listeners who are listening, honestly, I, you know, we encourage you to reach out to someone to uh, to encourage them and, and to let them know that. Listen to somebody. Listen right. to what they're going through. Validate what they're going through. Saying yes, you know, I get it. I understand. There are things that are happening in my family's life that are so, so, so difficult. So I understand and and you know and encourage encourage someone else. So 
And if I could just say one other thing, something you said that was really, really uh, good that you said that don't be as, don't be so hard on yourself. We have good days. We have bad days. We have good moments. We have bad moments. So if you feel yourself falling into depression today, it's a bad day. Get up tomorrow and intentionally decide to do it differently. Yeah. I, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> that is the encouragement we need. That is the <laughs> encouragement we need in this pandemic. I love that. So, Sherelle, I know it's coming close to a break. When we get back, I want to ask you about um, emotions, because sometimes our emotions are up. Sometimes they're down from this moment to that moment or this day to that day. And I would love some of your tips on how to um, how to maybe stabilize a little bit of those and, and to keep us moving forward. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Well, welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We are having a wonderful talk with Sherelle Reed. Sherelle is the founder and visionary behind Find Your Resilience. So, Sherelle, thank you again so much for your time and for joining us today. Um, I am, as I said before, I am very excited to have you on the show again, especially during this time, because you're the natural message that comes from uh, from your heart, the message that God has given you, is, I believe, um, exactly what we need today, for right now, for, the, for this season. So I appreciate you. Um, I wanted you to talk about the emotional roller coaster that so many of us are on. And this is one of the things that, you know, people don't want to talk about. They don't want to talk about the, you know, the, the emotions, but everybody is feeling them and everybody's on this ride. So um, do you have any tips? Do you have a word for us that are, you know, just kind of up and down, maybe today and tomorrow, this week, you know, next week, this month, next month, you know? Of course I do. And thanks again for having me, Carla. Sure. My tip or my encouragement would be you will have good days, you will have bad days. And so part of the success in dealing with that is realizing it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. The sun does not shine all the time. There will be storms that come into your life, but if you hold on, it won't last forever. So during this time, like I said before the break, we will have some good days. We will have some bad days, but don't be so hard on yourselves. Don't be so hard on your kids. Don't be so hard on your loved ones uh, that you're uh, in close relationship with because once again, this, this pandemic doesn't have a blueprint. So therefore, uh, we're doing the best we can to get through it. And so what I would encourage you to do once again, as we started with guarding your mind, just intentionally do little things uh, to keep you on track or, or to keep your mind in a positive light rather than a negative light. One thing I do, and not just during pandemic time, this is something I do all the time. 
I have affirmations Mm -hmm. that I have on sticky notes, right? And I'm not saying you have to put them on sticky notes, but the whole reason behind affirmations, of course, affirmations are positive statements that you make that remind you of who you are. And mine remind me of who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. I want to see myself the way God sees me. And so I have these affirmations that I say to myself and I and I write them out when I'm in a good place. Hmm. Because if you write them out when you're in a good place, then when you get in a bad place, they're already ready for you. Or it's like my grandmother used to tell me, you read the word uh, more so when you are strong in Christ so that when you become weak, the word is already in you. Mm-hmm. So I have these affirmations and I have to remind myself that I'm the head and not the tail or that I am the righteousness of God created in Christ Jesus, that God purposed me. And I remind myself and I have these affirmations. So when I'm feeling weak, sometimes I got to say, Sherelle, you are really tripping right now. <laughs> let's get on it. Let's let's start. Let's, let's get you back. You, all, you, you, got, you went too far. Let's come on back. And, and, and we have to encourage ourselves. I think it was David that said, I encourage myself in the Lord. And so we have to have um, activities or we have to have methods of encouraging ourselves or edifying ourselves so that in the times when we need it, we're not relying or dependent on someone else to do it for us. And so by having affirmations on deck for me, that helps a lot so that when I'm in those low points, I can... I can pull myself out, you Mm -hmm. know, with the help of God, of course. Mm -hmm. That's good. You know, Sherelle, I am one of those people who I prefer not to have any trouble. Like I just, I like it smoothly. I am a a glass half full Mm -hmm. type person. And I just, you know, trouble doesn't hit my doorstep. But I... But before all of this started, I believe, you know, probably at the beginning of the year, I said to myself, you know, it was really staying in prayer to the Lord. Lord, I need to be ready for anything. I I need to uh, grow past being the type of person that needs it um, simple or or that needs it good all the time because um, life keeps disturbing me, you know. When trouble comes, it disturbs me too much. <laughs> so I need to be ready for that. I need to understand that, uh, you know, I expect ups and downs. I expect that uh, some things won't go my way. And I need to be able to, I need to have a plan for continuing to move forward. I prayed that, but at the same time I prayed, I said, okay, Lord, just whatever I go through to, you know, you, as you teach me, to be ready for anything, just help it not to be too hard. You know, this right. needs to be some kind of easy little trouble, you know, as, as we would do as a human would do, if we were going to, you know, we were pray that, you know, and then this hit and I was like, okay, Lord, this is a little bit too hard. You know, this, <laughs> this pandemic and all of the things that are so different now, you know, it's a little bit too hard, but, um, as, as you are, just as what you were sharing with us, 
if we will continue to work whatever our plan is, whatever we have in place. And we're going to encourage our listeners today. If you don't have something in place to encourage yourself, decide on what you're going to do and and get it in place now. You know, some people go on uh, prayer walks and they, they combine exercising, you know, getting outside to walk with looking around in nature and being thankful and saying some things to the Lord that they are thankful for. You know, there are so many different things you could do to get into a space to mentally take a break and, and get yourself back, you know, above the curve, but whatever it is, whatever it is that you do, um, I really want to encourage people that you can make it, that you are stronger than what you think you are. Absolutely. You know, and, and Sherelle, I love that we are continuing to say several times, give yourself a break, validate your feelings, validate others' feelings. You know, you, you are right where God wants you to be and you are ready for the next step. Don't tell yourself that you're not ready, that you can't do it, that, you know, you can't make it. You can, you can, you can. And and a lot of times we think that those adversities that come in our lives disqualify us, but oftentimes they do qualify us because after all, if we believe that God, God orders our steps, then we believe that anything that we find ourselves in, he is more than faithful to bring us out of it and not just bring us out of it, but instill more character in us as a result of it to move forward. So that we have that testimony because we overcome by our testimonies. Now I can tell someone what I went through and the Bible says that it will actually cause them to overcome. So we can't be afraid of the test if we want the testimony because that keeps us going because there are some people that tell me their testimony that allows me to see God and believe that I can achieve. And so that's just God's design. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if God is, is ordering our steps as those adversities come, it's something that he either wants to teach us or something that he's going to use in us to teach somebody else. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Well, it, Carla. Amen. And you know, we, we, we have to, we have to take those words on and say, because some people listen and say, okay, yes, I I do believe that the Lord is going to help me through adversity, but it's probably for someone else to actually do the sharing of the testimony. You know, that doesn't mean me, you know, how am I going to share my testimony? It doesn't mean me. And we have to choose ourselves. We have to say, no, this word is for me. Yeah, I'm getting through. I'm getting smarter. I'm getting stronger, you know, and I am chosen to share with someone else. Yes, me. I'm chosen. Yes, you listening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, choose yourself. Yeah. And all of us have a testimony. Yeah. And we have to embrace the things that we have gone through in order to fuel that testimony so mm-hmm. that we can help each other out, especially during times like these. Especially during times like these. Um, Sherelle, I want to ask you about, you know, people who are um, who are feeling isolated because that can be um, its own trap. You know, you're feeling isolated during this time. If you are, you know, maybe if you live in your home or apartment by yourself and you don't have much opportunity to um to share with other people. Maybe you're still working, you know, but you don't have that opportunity to build those, to keep those relationships. 
thoughts, you know, that, that you had. And sometimes, a lot of times when we're isolated, that is when Satan really starts talking and saying, you know, you know, it's you, you know, nobody else is going through this, you know, you know, uh, the things that you're going through is just unique to you. And, you know, we can, we can, uh, fall back and instead of taking the steps to figure out how to reach out to other people. So Sherelle, what is your word for those who um, are really feeling alone right now? Uh, I can tell you this, Carla, that um, we all have something that calms us. We all have something that helps with anxiety and that helps and, and, and that will de-escalate us when we feel ourselves being escalated. Some people love jazz. Some people love God. I'm a per- my 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 go-to is gospel music. Um, some people love to write. Some people love to read. Some people there is something that is positive for you. I'm not sending anyone devices, right? But there is something that de-escalates you naturally. And during the times that you feel isolated and alone, spend time doing with that, even if it's meditating, if it's reading the word, if it's like reading a book or anything, spend time in those places so that it can de-escalate you because once again, it prevents your mind from going away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because this soothes me, so I'm not thinking about the negative things that are happening. Because it's 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 making me feel comfortable. It's bringing me to my peaceful place. Mm-hmm. Therefore, my mind will stay where it needs to be, rather than thinking about all of the negative things. Who goes to a massage, a masseuse to get a massage, and the whole while they're massaging? Mas- massaging you, you're getting more and more stressed out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like a place of what we call Zen. It's a place where we decide that, hey, I'm going to leave the cares at the door and I'm going to center myself and, you know, think on good things and bring myself to my peaceful place. So what I would call or recommend or encourage the listeners is find what that place is for you. And during those times of isolation, during those times where you may want to have human connection, but you can't do it because of what we're going through, then I would say to you, find that place in your life and spend some time there. And just as we said that we shouldn't be hard on ourselves, don't be so hard on others as well. I was speaking with someone and this young lady was expressing to me that you really find out who your real friends are during times like this. And I said, allow me to give you a different perspective. We're all dealing with this. And maybe your friend who it maybe she's not there or he's not there the way you think they should be. Perhaps they are going through something. Perhaps you can reach out and be of encouragement to them. So I told her, cut them a break. Exercise long suffering with those loved ones in your lives during this time. And don't put such big expectations on them because we all are going through. Check on that strong friend. Mm-hmm. that you think don't deal with things like that. Check on them because they could very well be in that secluded place. They could very well need a word of encouragement. I, I love you. I miss you. I pray you and your family are doing well. 
So I would say find your place of yeah. peace. You know, Sherelle, I love I love that that you just said. Um, it, it makes me think of during this season. Number one, don't forget who you are. Don't forget about the things that make you happy. You know, we can be consumed with the stress and with the everything that's different, and we forget. You know, actually, I used to paint. You know once a week or something, not yeah. me, but I'm just saying some people, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, some people, you know, you just say, oh, I used to paint once a week. I'm, I've been so stressful. I haven't done that. You know, I used to garden. I've been so consumed with trying to keep up with this time. I haven't, you know, gardened anymore. We can't forget ourselves. We can't forget about the things that gave us a breath and gave us the air to breathe, you know, continue to do those things. Um, I was talking with one young lady who was really, really, really dealing with isolation. And her, she said, you know, she's a, um, she's an extrovert. And Mm -hmm. she said, I'm just not going to make it. I'm I'm just not going to make it because I, I have to sit down, you know, I have to go to Starbucks with people. I have to, you know, that's, how I get, you know, get air. That's how I keep going. So I'm just not going to make it. You know, and I told her this, I said, you know what? Um, I had a family member who was in the nursing home. Uh, he was in a, uh, in a facility that he was getting, he was getting better. He had to go to the hospital. Then he went to the facility. I don't, I can't, it escapes me the name of the facility, but he went to the facility and then this pandemic hit. And then the only way we could call him was to FaceTime. The only way we could see him was to FaceTime. We couldn't actually go in and visit him. And so I told her, I said, I'm sure there are so many people who are in, you know, facilities or in hospitals or something like that. They would love for you to FaceTime them for an hour and talk. Right, right. You would feel like you have connection with somebody and then they would feel like they have, you know, connection with someone. And so I encourage her, I said, just honestly, just think outside of the box. Think about who is who is having no connection with someone and how can I reach out, you know, to that person? Because like you said, Sherelle, sometimes it just takes you sending a text to someone. Those who are people who are introverts could be just in their daily life. They're not really thinking about the fact that I haven't had a real conversation with anyone in a week because I'm working from home and raising children or something, you know, at the same time. And so I've just been in the house. I haven't actually checked on someone and allowed someone to check on me, you know, because sometimes it's 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 hard for introverts. So I I love that you're saying go ahead and take that that step and and reach out, you know, to yeah. reach out to others. Yeah, check on that strong friend because mm-hmm. oftentimes we put our friends in that category and where they may be strong in some places, it doesn't mean they're strong in all places. We're none of us are the master of everything. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah, during this time, because we don't know how this pandemic is is really affecting them. I know personally, I had a friend that was very close to me that passed away as a result of this. 
We want to be sensitive and we want to be there for as far as we can and just remind. When I think of his wife, I just send her messages just reminding her of how much God loves her and her kids and, and, and how great his legacy will be uh, from this point moving forward, how we all are going to be committed to carrying on his legacy and things of that nature. Be there for those uh, who are who we are in relationship with during this time as much as you can. Yes, it it just the the amount of things, the list of things. It keeps going, going, going. People who have had birthdays, people who have had anniversaries, people who um, marriages, babies being born, deaths, things that we would we would be by people's side, you know, in a heartbeat. Yeah. And now we have to figure out how can I still be by people's side? Because they still, you know, they, they still need us. Right. We still need each other. We really still need each other. And, and those who are dealing with, um, with loss and grief, you know, in this time, and one of the most important things that we can do. I've learned from a lady we had on this show, honestly. Um, one of the most important things we can do is to call the person and and tell stories mm-hmm. to the person and uh, to, to tell stories about um, the loved one who is now home with the Lord in heaven and allow um, their family members to either cry or tell mm-hmm. stories with you, you know, reminisce mm-hmm. with you. Whatever comes out, give them the space to um, to continue to remember, you know, their loved one. And it's okay if it is crying. Like Absolutely. you, it's like you gave them validation that I'm going to give you a moment to cry. You know, yeah. I'm going to give you some time to cry. I'm going to tell you a story, and I'm going to give you some time to cry because that may be what they need. You know, Absolutely. at, at at that moment. And we still have to remember to do that, even though we're, um, you know, mostly we're doing everything from home. Yeah, because you'll be surprised a person that's experiencing loss, how they feel that they have to be strong. And a lot of times if I'm a mother and I have kids, I have, I feel that I be strong for my kids because I want to protect what they're going through during this time. But I have to have a spot to be vulnerable myself. Mm-hmm. And, and if we have friends that are experiencing that, and we should prevent that platform for them to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, and it would be much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So Sherelle, uh, tell us more about uh, Find Your Resilience. I know right now everything looks completely different. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we, and even our radio show, Every Heart, Every Woman Radio, we, we would usually be in the studio, but the great thing, um, uh, one of the good things that have come through this season is we were able to continue to do this, you know, through technology. Yeah. And so everybody's just learning a different, a different way, you know, so uh, how is, Find your resilience and uh, how, how has this kind of rearranged everything? 
Yeah, uh, well, actually, with Find Your Resilience, of course, uh, we do a lot of community outreach and we do a lot of uh, events to encourage and empower. So what we're doing now, just as everyone, we're using technology more to, to stay connected, a newsletter. We're, I'm in the process of creating a newsletter uh, with... Uh, encouraging aspects to it as well as recipes women we like fashion you know and things of that nature just to keep it fun and to stay connected um of course we'll we're, we're putting together a podcast where we can have discussions about certain uh topics that are near and dear uh, to our hearts so we're not uh different from any other area where we have to conform with the times and this is the time that we're living in and and uh we are uh, going to move forward and we're going to continue to encourage women and girls. But one thing we did is that we did adopt a senior. And so there was a young lady who, whose mother reached out to us because she was experiencing depression and everything. I mean, she was the uh, homecoming queen and, you know, the captain of all, you know, this and that and very popular and was really dealing with it. So what Find Your Resilience decided to do was to send her a care package uh, just to encourage her. She, she's going to be going to Prairie View and m College and sent her some items to just lift her up during this time. And so we can't wait till she receives her package. And, and if we can just give a little light uh, in what they're going through, that's what we're doing at this time. Yeah, that's that. Listen, we did that out here. Individuals in our community decided to do just that same thing, mm -hmm. send care packages to uh, seniors. I'm telling you, when my daughter got her care packages, she just lit up, mm -hmm. you know, so everything helps. Everything yes. helps. Everything huge, everything small, and everything in between. <laughs> it helps. Just continue to reach out, reach out to other people. Um, I know that, Sherelle, your uh, e your uh, website is findyourresilience.org. Is that correct? Yes. Findyourresilience.org. Find so everyone uh, go there and reach out to Sherelle. Sherelle, we are so excited that you joined us and we thank you so much for your time. It has been uh, such a pleasure. It has thank been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Carla. And if I could just leave one thing, I would say don't measure yourself up to your situation, but measure that situation up to God. Amen. See how small it looks. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, everyone have a great week. We will see you back next week. <laughs>